If there's ever been a thing such as white privilege, this mother effer right here is the benefactor of it, man. Sam Bradford. I don't know how he keeps getting paid. All right, number three. You know the Kevin Spacey stuff that came out, right? Nope. House of Cards? Nope. Okay, how about American Beauty? False. Nope. All these rape claims coming out from every which direction, man. Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, what have you. So Kevin Spacey was a serial rapist from for a long time now. For a long time. He's been raping people. Guys, I should say. I guess you didn't follow this story here, but Brad Pitt was one of Kevin Spacey's rape victims in the 1980s. True or false? False. No. No. Welcome to The Flex. Here to see you! Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios, here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly. Welcome in to the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Chris Jakes alongside Jeff Kelly. Jeff, how you doing, man? Pretty good, man. Just doing the last adjustments to my uh, picks for the March Madness. Yeah, March Madness underway. Opening take. Are you off your fucking meds or something? Yes, but that isn't what this is about. Moments of dumbass. So, that picture I sent you, right? Yeah. On my way over to the studio here, right? I passed by this school, Oxbridge Academy, and they have a pretty decent football. I mean, it's not big, not the football stadium they have there for this school. I think it's a high school or something. Isn't their field blue? Yeah, it's blue. And they have a pretty nice uh, TV screen, actually, which is kind of crazy for a high school team. But anyway, private school. Their mascot is the Thunder Wolves, right? But that logo last night, yeah. So I was thinking to myself, this is effing stupid. What a bunch of dumbasses. They're the Thunder Wolves, and they got a shit-quality picture of a dog with lightning in its mouth. And they just seem confused. Lazy, piss poor job. I don't know. For a school that's got that much money, you would think they would uh, kind of get their sports shit together. But then again, it is a, uh, well, I don't want to go there. That might come off as a little racist. I'm not going to go there. That's what they voted for. That's their mascot. Let them do their thing. Thunderdogs, whatever it is. We got the 2018 free agent frenzy on tap today. The flurry of moves that have transpired over the past 72 hours. We take a look at the fantasy impact of some familiar faces in some new places, man. We play a game of true or false, answer some mailbag questions as well. But first, got a little NFL news. NFL news. Cleveland Browns left tackle Joe Thomas announces his retirement. The Browns are trying to get good, and he's just like, nope, no thank you. I haven't any of that shit. I don't I like he's change. Doing, he's doing a killer podcast right now, they said. Is he? What's that? Yeah, I don't know. He's just, I heard he's doing a podcast, doing really well. Yeah, good for him. He's got the record now with the most. Consecutive games by an offensive lineman in NFL history. Anyways, other news here. We got DeMarco Murray released by the Titans. You got Packers. Both released Jordy Nelson. Jeremy Macklin released by the Ravens. Some of this is old news, by the way. Just catching up from uh, last week as well. Let me ask you this real quick. Where would be a good fit for DeMarco Murray, Jordy, and Macklin? I think Jordy goes back to the Packers for a cheaper value. Yeah. DeMarco, I don't even know where he's going. I think he's going to Detroit. Detroit needs a running back, don't they? They need a power running back. Yeah. New head coach in there as well. I think Jordy's going to go. I think he's going to go to the Raiders. I think uh, John Gruden's going to make a move on him. Jeremy Macklin, I think he's going back to KC. I think he can really only do it with Andy Reid, it seems like. Other players that were released, Eric Ebron released by the Lions. Busted first-round pick that was for them. That would have waste. They, they do shit. They're, dude, they do terrible, man, when it comes to drafting skill position players on the offensive side of the ball, wide receivers, tight ends, throughout their team's history, in this century anyway. Man, that's another one, that's another one to the uh, list. Calvin's pretty good. Yeah, Calvin was the exception. Stafford's all the pretty Roy good. Williams and, oh, I'm saying like wide receivers, tight ends, pass catchers, I guess. There's at least three of them that were just real shit players. I don't think Ebron's that bad, man. I think, he'll, I think he's got a chance to resurrect his career. Yeah, he'll, he'll find a spot. Yeah. What do you think is a good fit for Ebron? I'll take him in Miami. Yeah, I'd take him in New England as well, man, especially with Gronk kind of having one foot out the door, which I'm going to get to later on. Adam Jones, corner for the Bengals, released. 
Tyron Matthew released by the Cardinals, saving them pretty much a cap move there. Michael Bennett trades the Eagles for a seventh-round draft pick, man. That was just a gift, just a Super Bowl present from the Seahawks, the Philadelphia Eagles. Torrey Smith trades to the Panthers. Any relevancy there for Torrey Smith? Any bounce back in his career? Mm, I doubt it. Cam might help him with the deep ball because he kind of resurrected Ted Ginn's career. So we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I agree. I think he'd be like, uh, I don't think he'll be quite as good as, good as Ginn was. But I think no. he could definitely be comparable. The Rams, though, man, their secondary looks freaking nasty. They're now the new Legion of Boom in that division, the NFC West. So Marcus Peters was traded to the Rams. We talked about that one last week. Akeem Talib was traded to the Rams as well. The Rams also acquired Sam Shields. Man, what should y'all look for the Rams? They win that division? I don't know. That division's going to be tough, I think. Oh, I think it will be tough, too. Three things. I think Seahawks still going to put up points. I think we got to see how Garoppolo does with a whole year. Pretty much not a whole year, but under training camp and all that stuff. And then we got to see if Bradford stays healthy and plays good. Arizona could be right there battling, too. They still got David Johnson. I'm not worried about Arizona. San Francisco, they look damn good with Jimmy Garoppolo. They're making some moves as well. I think the Rams win it. I think Seahawks finish third. I think Cardinals. Ah, man, I just don't think they're going to. Well, you know, I think you're right. I think it's going to be a very tough, very tough uh, division to play, and that's for sure. I think it's going to be a battle. Other news here, the Raiders expected to make a big push for Doug Martin. I think that's a good fit with Marshawn Lynch being there. Yeah, I think Doug Martin could overtake him. Yeah, I think so too. He's got more upside also. I mean, Lynch, you know, he is what he is at this point. Other news here real quick. Browns traded for now former Dolphins Pro Bowl wide receiver Jarvis Landry for a fourth round pick and a seventh round pick. And Jeff, I know you were pissed off about this one, man. Yeah, but I guess they're, I guess they're saying it hasn't worked. They haven't done anything. So we'll see. Plus the sire cap, they had to do it. They had no, they didn't have any money to sign the rookies they were drafting this year coming in. Tyrod Taylor trades to the Cleveland Browns. Packers acquire second-year quarterback, former Brown, Deshaun Kaiser from Cleveland following the Taylor trade. Some major fantasy implications here for 2018, man. You got uh, the Bills making moves, pretty much selling off pieces. The Browns, though, really making moves, man. They're on the rise right now, and... Joe Thomas, man, I just can't believe. They're trying to get good in Cleveland, and he's just like, no thanks, man, I'm out. I'm just surprised, man, surprised. I thought with all the moves, he would kind of be lured back, and he still might be. We'll see. He might start missing football as we get closer to training camp. Anyway, man, we got a lot of shit to get over today. Let's go ahead and get to it, man. 2018 Free Agent Frenzy. More moves than Michael J. Fox on Coke. A whole lot of shaking going on. We'll start with the quarterbacks. We'll break it down position by position, all right? Quarterback signings first. Drew Brees signs a two-year, $50 million deal with the Saints. And there was a suitor out there that offered Brees $60 million guaranteed, man. And that's the Vikings, presumably, but not confirmed. Grade it. Hit me with it. Just give it to me straight. One through ten. One is shit. You mean not good like one out of a hundred? Ten? Legit. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah! Grade this one, man. What would you give Drew Brees returning to the Saints? Ten. Yeah? Yep. I'm going to give it a six because uh, it's not really a surprise to me, man. What kind of impact do you think it has for Drew Brees returning? Just think they'll still be potent? Think he can still sling that ball? Yeah, he's still going to do good there. Yeah, I think that's his fit. He wants to stay there. Right now, based off last season, they definitely transitioned to a more run-heavy team. Would you feel comfortable with Drew Brees as your starting quarterback in fantasy this year? Yeah, I still think he's a top 10 guy. All right. Other quarterback news, Kirk Cousins signs with the Minnesota Vikings. What would you grade this one? For Minnesota, I'm going to say eight. He still doesn't want a playoff game. I'm going to give it a 10 for both sides. To me, this had to happen. Makes sense. Good for him. Good for the Vikings. What about the impact that he's going to have in Minnesota? How does this impact Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, Kyle Rudolph? I think it helps. Well, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to help Rudolph a lot because he likes the tight ends. Yeah, he does. I was thinking the same thing. I think the receivers stay about the same. Thielen will still get a lot of targets to will Diggs because Diggs is like, kind of like Crowder almost. Runs a lot underneath routes. I agree. I, th- I think it's going to be pretty comparable to last year. I don't think it's going to change too much. I mean, last year, Minnesota had Pretty damn good play at quarterback, even though they went through two of them. 
AJ McCarron signs with the Buffalo Bills. Would you give that one? Ah. Mm. I guess he's going to be the starter there. It's a 10 for him. Yeah, absolutely, man. I agree. I think it's a 10 too because I only give the Bills, they got the guy they wanted. They didn't go after anybody else. So I guess it's a 10 for them. But I'm going to say six. I have to wait and see what he does. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think it's a 10 just for this reason, though, because for both, because the Bills, like I said, have made a lot of moves. And this one, for me, kind of makes it all come together because if they missed, they are, if they missed out on um, McCarron, who the hell are they going to pick up to play quarterback for them? Nate Peterman? We want to see that shit show again? I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, they were making moves uh, as far as draft positioning as well. I think they're not done yet. Right now, they're at the uh, what twelfth pick now, right? Is their first pick, and I wouldn't be surprised if they try to move up again with Denver, possibly, and try to take one of the top quarterbacks. But uh, I'm telling you, if they were unable to get McCarron, Cousins is gone. Even Sam Ship Bradford's gone. We'll get to the him in a minute. But man, their fan base would just shit a brick if they had uh, had to throw Nate Peterman out there for 16 games. Other news here: Case Keenum signs with the Denver Broncos. Who'd you give this one, Jeff? Actually, I like that for the players. I think I'm gonna give the Broncos a nine on that. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, we're uh we're in opposites here, man. I'm gonna give it a three. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a three. I mean, you're you're replacing one dickhead and Trevor Simeon for another man. Go to me, it's go big or go home. They would have been better off selling off pieces and rebuilding, in my opinion. I mean, to me, they're they're like officially an NFL purgatory. I don't give them any chance as a team to win a Super Bowl this year. I don't give them any chance. Case Keenum. The sample size for the majority of his career, he's been just a mediocre bottom end quarterback, you know, bottom line quarterback. And I just don't think he's going to have a huge impact on that offense. What about Demarius Thomas, Manuel Sanders, any of them get an uptick for Case Keenum? I think they do. Yeah? Yeah. I think I think Sanders could. Demarius Thomas, man, I don't know what the hell happened to him, but I don't know, maybe he's lost a step because that deep ball, he just doesn't make these big plays like he, like we're accustomed to seeing him do in the past. Do you think Case Keenum can keep his momentum going from last year in Minnesota? Do you think he'll continue to play pretty hot? Do you think he's going to revert back to the Case Keenum that we knew in Houston and St. Louis? What do you think? I think he's going to provide the same play he did for Minnesota this past year. I think that's why I think it helps Demaryius and Sanders a lot. I think he's going to take a step back. I think he, I like Case Keenum. I've always liked him. I think he's a decent player, but I think last year was probably the best we're going to see of him. Sticking with former Vikings quarterbacks, we got Teddy Bridgewater who signs a one-year deal with the New York Jets. The Jets also signed Josh McCown to a one-year deal worth ten million. McCown was told when he signed that he was he's going to remain the Jets starter heading into training camp. What would you give this one for these two quarterback signings? Well, re-signing and one additional quarterback that brought in in Bridgewater. Nah, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah, I give this a one. Do you think Bridgewater's going to overtake McCown? Yes, yes, dude, he's better than him. I think Bridgewater's garbage. McCallum played pretty damn well for the Jets last year. Well, at least the first eight weeks, that's for sure, man. You know, to be honest, I don't think the Jets starter may even be on the roster right now. I think they're they're clearly taking a quarterback in the in the draft. I don't know who they're going to take now with all these moves going on, but um, I'm going to have to look over that. Anyways, Robbie Anderson, Jermaine Curse, ASJ. What do you make of them, 2018? How about Quincy and Noonma, too? He didn't even play last year. You like the Jets receivers going going into 2018? I don't like them at all if Bridgewater's playing quarterback, that's for sure. Um, I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see who plays out, I guess. I still think Quincy Nua, if has some kind of value. But I can't see me drafting anybody in a, a redraft league. Yeah, yeah. And this next one here, another former Vikings quarterback. This one is... A product of, uh, man, I'll tell you this. If there's ever been a thing such as white privilege, this mother effer right here is the benefactor of it, man. Sam Bradford got $20 million from the Cardinals on a one-year deal. What do you make of that move, man? What do you grade that one? I don't know how he keeps getting paid. Same here, man. That dude is more beat up than Tina Turner, man. That dude is just either injured or, I don't know, I'll I'll say this. He's a slightly better version of Teddy Bridgewater. He uh, had a 71% completion percentage just two years ago. But that's not who he is. He's, to me, he's mediocre at best, too, man. I'm going to give this one a three. I, I just think Bradford's hot garbage. What kind of impact does he have, though, going into Arizona for this year? If he stays healthy, and if he makes it through, do you think he's going to make it through 2018? 
Nope. I don't think so either. David Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald, any of those boys over there, think they're going to benefit from him being there? I think Fitzgerald's still going to get his targets. Yeah, I think so too. We'll have to see. This, I don't know about Bradford. He's had those days where he shined. That one, a couple games here and there. We'll have to wait. I don't even know. Wait to see till he gets hurt, what he can do. All right, man, moving on to running backs here. Carlos Hyde signs a three-year deal with the Cleveland Browns. Grade this one. I'm going to think the Browns, I'd say the Browns got a 10. That's a huge upgrade over uh, Crowell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. 10 absolutely meant for both. And like I keep saying, man, Cleveland's just making moves, man, and they're making good ones at that. Uh, I'm not really crazy about the Tyrod Taylor move, but love the other ones. I mean, you got Josh Gordon coming back. Born any F-ups from him. I mean, they got potential to be a 10-win team, I think, in 2018. What they about uh, yeah. What about the impact from Hyde and Cleveland? How do you think it's going to impact that offense? I think it's going to help a lot. They're gonna, they can't just... They got a decent runner back there now, so you just... And he catches the ball in the backfield, so he can help to change the pace with Tyrod. You mm-hmm. know, Tyrod likes those packs that can run and catch the ball like that. Oh, so yeah. So, I actually think... That's going to help Gordon, especially with Landry going there. And Tyrod likes to throw the ball deep. Him and Wahisa well, love throwing the ball deep to Watkins. So I think Gordon could have, I think they could have four fantasy guys. Actually, more, maybe Njoku too could be really relevant too coming in this year. Oh, absolutely. Charles Clay did pretty well with, with Tyrod last year. Um, yeah. So we're talking about we could have Joku, Gordon, Landry, Hyde, Coleman. four players from the Browns. Coleman too. Yeah. I'm telling you, they got some players, man. Yeah, I agree though. I think Hyde helps the entire offense. I think Taylor does as well with his mobility, but I don't really trust Tyrod to air it out so much. Uh, at least not enough to give a big boost to Gordon or Coleman. But yeah, I think Landry and Joku, I think those could be two definite benefactors of Carlos Hyde being there. Jarek McKinnon agreed, to, agreed on a four-year, $30 million deal with the 49ers, man. Let's talk about an overpay. What would you grade this one? I'm assuming he's going there because he's, they think he's going to be the starter. So For that kind of money, damn well better be. With Shanahan, the coach there, um, this is his kind of player. He looks like he's like a Coleman, Tevin, well, Tevin Coleman style player. This could be really good for both sides. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give McKinnon gets a ten for his contract. Oh, Gotta give him a ten. Absolutely, I give the 49ers an eight. Yep, I get, actually have him down as a seven, and uh, I agree with him. McKinnon getting a ten though, yeah, that's that's a damn good money for a guy who's been inconsistent as he's been. Man, he's definitely flash at times, but. Due to his inconsistency, man, that's a lot of money for an inconsistent guy. But uh, I'll say this, man. McKinnon's style, running style and his athletic ability kind of reminds me of um, how Kyle Shanahan used Devontae Freeman when he was in Atlanta. And we saw how good Freeman was with Shanahan there. So McKinnon, to me, is a guy to watch out for, man, throughout the training camp and preseason. He could be uh, one of those sneaky good guys, especially with Garoppolo there now, too. Deion Lewis signs with the Titans. What would you give this one? That's stupid. I don't know why. I just want Derrick Henry. They need to just focal point him. <laughs> he needs to be the only running back on their roster. That's what, that's what you're saying, right? Just Derrick Henry well, and nobody no. else. I think, I think it'll be a good <laughs> offset. He's definitely not going to be the power back. Henry is going to get the touches. I think Lewis will be an offset, but Henry can catch the ball. So I give Lewis got good money too. Yeah, he did. Lewis on his part has got a nine at least because he's still going to be behind Derrick Henry. Maybe an eight. The contract was good for him. Contract was a 10, but he's an eight or seven because he's going to be way behind Henry. Uh, Titans, I give them, actually I'm going to give them a nine because they got rid of Murray and brought him in. Yep. I'm going to give this a 10, man, on both, because I think Lewis is the perfect complimentary piece to now Bell Cow running back Derrick Henry. I think having Murray and, uh, and Henry together, I think that was kind of stupid because it's kind of redundant, man. You got the same type of style player playing there. Now you got Henry who... Yeah, he can catch a little bit too. You're right. and But he's the power guy. He's a big mother effer. And you got Lewis, who's just tiny little scat back that can catch the ball really well out of the backfield. And he's more of a speed outside the tackle guy. I think that's a great changeup to have. I think those two could work really well together. I think Lewis is kind of going to kind of have to put his foot in his mouth, man, because when he was out the door, when he signed that deal, he was saying he wanted more touches in New England. That's why he was kind of pissed off. He was disappointed he didn't get more touches in the Super Bowl. Um, he felt like he should have been getting more carries. And I'm thinking, are you effing stupid to go to Tennessee with DeMar- where Derrick Henry, who's got a better pedigree than you, mother effer, and uh, yeah, you're going to be kind of in that same role you were in New England. 
As a matter of fact, it might even be less, though, because you're probably going to only be playing on third downs, really. All right, anyway. All right, Jonathan Stewart, his old ass, signs with the New York Giants, and this is what he says, man, on that quote here. I've got a lot left, unquote. Let me ask you this, Jeff. Grade it, and does he have a lot left or anything left? I guess I'm giving them both a, a five, because I think Barkley's probably going to be the guy there if he goes number two. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree that if they do take Barkley. He's got a lot left riding the bench. You're damn right he does, man. And so uh, ride the bench for uh, McCaffrey. He's also got a lot left when it comes to being in the medical staff, man, on the on that medical table there, man. Because that dude's had more surgeries than fucking Frankenstein. Anyway, Jay Stu, I don't think there's, well, at least it doesn't appear to me there's anything left for him. He had a couple good games at the end of last year. To me, it's a prove-it thing. I'm going to give this one a one because what the hell are the Giants doing with this one? I don't get it, man, because they have at least two better options at running back than Jonathan Stewart already on their roster. Orleans Darkwa, much better player than Jonathan Jonathan Stewart, I would think, or I do think. I think it's a waste of money. I don't get it. Speaking of old running backs who may or may not have something left, let me ask you this real quick, just piggybacking off of that. Do you think Adrian Peterson, who was released by the Cardinals, do you think he's going to get a contract offer anywhere? I think he's going to offer, but I wouldn't take him. I think him and Jamal Charles, their career's over. Move on to wide receivers. Let's talk about your boy here. You got Mike Evans, who signed a five-year, $82 million extension. Some big-ass money. Grade this one. A 10 for both sides. I agree. Yeah, we've discussed this a little bit, and we both think Evans is going to bounce back in 2018. Uh, impact, where you know what he can impact on the field. How about this one? Allen Robinson, who signed a three-year, $42 million deal with the Chicago Bears. I think it's a 10 on both sides, too, because they're going to do that uh, West Coast offense. And I think Robinson fits good with that. And Trubisky, that's going to help a lot, a lot too. Yep, I agree. Give it a 10, man. The Bears invested a lot in Mitch Trubisky when they trade up to get him. And with Trey Burton coming in now, too, now they got a tight end. Yeah, dude, they're making some moves, too, man. I think they're doing the right thing by surrounding him with the formidable weapons in uh, Robinson. You got Murray. Taylor Gabriel also signed there. We'll get to him in a minute. Yeah, uh, that's a hell of a slot receiver for them, too, now. Yeah. And they he'll got be, Kendall Wright. the starting slot receiver, Robinson outside. And hopefully your boy Kevin White can come back and do something. That'd be a nice little outside duo. And let's not forget Cameron Meredith, who was on IR last year, who flashed his rookie year. And my boy, Dontrell Inman. They got some players, man. They went from yeah. uh, having shit wide receivers to uh, pretty deep at wide receiver now. What would you grade the impact on Al Robinson going over there? Do you think he's going to impact that offense? Yeah, definitely. Is he fantasy relevant for 2018? He, how can he not be? i take him in the... Just because Trubisky is quarterback, I'd take him in the seventh. Yeah, I think he's going to go higher. I think he's going to be drafting the fourth. I'm just not so sure how fantasy relevant Robinson is going to be. You know, I'm hopeful, like you. I know John Fox last year, the offense in Chicago looked pretty damn poor. Matt Nagy is in, though. Everyone seems to speak highly of this guy, so I am definitely intrigued. I'm definitely pretty high on Robinson right now, especially with Trubisky taking the next step forward, which I think he will do. And you're right, run that West Coast offense. I think is definitely going to help open up that offense as well. Is that a Trubisky in your pants? They signed Gabriel to a four-year deal, by the way. Taylor Gabriel to a four-year deal. Yeah. He should have got paid. He did He did put his work in. All right. Other wide receiver news. Sammy Watkins headed to the Kansas City Chiefs. Grade this one, Jeff. Sammy got a 10. I think that's a 10 for the Chiefs, too. He's going to be the number two receiver behind Tyreek Hill. So I think that's going to help Mahomes a lot as well. I agree. Uh, I'm going to give it a 10 he on He came Sammy's. on strong at the end of the year. Yeah, he did. He did. He was a touchdown machine, that's for sure. He didn't do much but catch touchdowns. That's all he really was doing. But, hey, that counts for something, especially in a dart throw, a guy that didn't didn't cost you much. For Watkins, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this a five. I'm going to give it a five. I like the move, but, man, I'm just I think not, it's a great move for Watkins. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not used to seeing big-name wide receivers head to KC, man. It just kind of feels weird to me. You know what I mean? The impact, though, like the Bears with Trubisky, KC's committed to their quarterback of the future and Pat Mahomes. I think they're doing the right thing here, too, by adding a player like Watkins, man. I think it's definitely going to complement Mahomes, his skill set very nicely because Mahomes can air it out. Hill, yeah, I think it's going to definitely take some pressure off of him. It's going to open up things for Kelsey. But what do you think the overall impact is going to be, man? Do you think all those guys are going to be number one material, like wide receiver ones, tight end one? Obviously, Kelsey's the tight end one regardless. But what about Hill... Kelsey, Watkins. How do, you think, how do you see the production breaking down for well, those Well, Kelsey's the one. We know that. Um, yeah. Man, 
But Tyreek Hill, I think he's going to – we were kind of both down on him last year, and he proved us wrong. So I'm going to have to still say he's a one just because that mm-hmm. speed he has. And Mahomes has a rocket for an arm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put Watkins at the borderline, mid-borderline two, mid-range two. Okay. Okay. I think he's going to be more of a possession type because he can run routes really well. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to be like kind of a bailout guy for Mahomes underneath and stuff like that. Outs. I think Watkins is going to lead the team in catches. Kind of crazy. So. Yeah, yeah. No, well, Kelsey will be right there pretty close with him. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? No, I think you're right. I think Kelsey probably does lead the team. You're right. For fantasy, though, I think all three are going to be relevant. I think Pat Mahomes now is kind of on the radar as a very low-end quarterback 1-12. 12-team leagues. Yeah, he did look pretty good in preseason. Hey, we were right last year. We said he'd be starting this year. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. We didn't know that trade was going to happen, but still. And we were talking about this the other day, about what the hell is Jacksonville going to do. Well, this is what they did, man. Marquise Lee returns to Jacksonville on a four-year, $38 million deal. Which are great on this one. I think he deserved it. What number would you give this? I'm going to give Lee a 10 on his deal. I'll give... The Jags, a six, because they should have tried to get Robinson back. Yeah, I'm right there with you, man. I'm going to give it a seven. There's been a lot of turnover at the top of their wide receiver depth chart. They had to bring him back. But, yeah, I don't think he was the right one to bring back. I mean, I think Robinson should have tried to work something out. I'm not sure. There might have been bad blood there, especially between Bortles and Robinson, based on the Robinson's public comments. Saying pretty much, in a nutshell, that Bortles sucks fat cock and can't get the ball to him. So, Skipping passes and all that shit, man. Yeah, I don't know. Let me ask you this. Now with all the uh, turnover there, who who are who are your top three wide receivers in Jacksonville on that depth chart? Who's number one? Is Marquise Lee the de facto number one there? I think Marquise Lee de facto. I think the way the year ended last year, I think Keenan Cole's got to be the two and Westbrook's right there, three. I think with another year here, I think Westbrook's not going to be the one. I think Marquise Lee the two. I think Keelan Cole is going to be... Odd man out. This, no, I think he's going to be a starting slot receiver there, and I think he's going to play pretty damn well. I mean, he flashed some times, flashed at times too last year. They got some pretty young, talented uh, pass catchers over there, man. They need a tight end. This next one here, we got Paul Richardson signed a five-year, $40 million deal with the Redskins based on like a few games where he played well. Kind of crazy to me to give that guy... Well, you know, actually, $8 million is not that bad, actually. That's really not that bad today's NFL. All I think about... With that signing his speed, I think about Tyreek Hill with Alex Smith. How would you grade that one? Well, obviously he got a 10. I'm going to give it overall. I'm going to give it a 7. I do actually do like the money. It does kind of work. Anybody gets a big offer like that five years, he's he's making some money. I'm going to say, I don't know. I think that's the right player for Alex Smith to have, that kind of style of player. No, I think it's definitely going to help. I think it's still kind of waiting to see on Paul Richardson. I want to see how good he is because... Last year, Russell Wilson was just playing unbelievably well. The impact that I think it has, I think, well, clearly Washington screwed the pooch last year with Terrell Pryor. I mean, that was just awful. Josh Doxson, I think he's going to turn to be a bust. It's still early in his career, but I'm just not impressed, to be honest, at least not this far. Especially now with Alex Smith. Alex Smith, great last year, great. But overall, not a guy that really balls out, man. Dolphins replaced Jarvis Landry with Danny Amendola. Graded thoughts on it. I have to give them both a 10 because Amandola finally got paid a little decent. And then the Dolphins pretty much replaced Landry. He's the same style player, averaged about nine, 10 yards a catch, about one eighth of the money. I'm going to give it a four. I like Amandola. Duke can play a little bit. But if I were if I were a Dolphins fan, if it were me, I'd be pissed off that they let go of Landry, who wanted to stay in Miami. And replace them with a guy that's been more injured than Sam Bradford, probably. The problem is we didn't have the money to pay him. <laughs> well, they did cut Pooh Finger Sue. They could have uh, possibly uh, tried to find some money. I don't, I don't know. I think Gase is just trying to restructure and build his own thing. Remember, I think the biggest reason this happened is because remember the game last year when Landry took off his helmet and threw it and he got a fight at the very end of the Buffalo game? Yeah, but you know what? That's kind of where wide receivers are these days. Like top wide receivers, most of them, kind of diva-ish, you know? But you know what? You know what did stand out to me in this whole Amendola thing? Maybe I'm bringing in too much into this, but Gronk said goodbye to Amendola in a uh, yeah, during a media interview the other day, and in that statement that he that he released, right, that he was talking about, 
this is a little excerpt from it. He said, be free, be happy. I think he's probably Gronk's last year in the league. I think this is it for him, 2018. Possibly. What do you make of this? Do you think it's legit or do you think it's shit? I don't know. We'll see. Gronk has had a lot of injuries. Yeah, he certainly has. Marquise Goodwin signs a three-year extension to remain with the San Francisco 49ers. Grade it. And what's the impact on this one? I think it's good because he started to shine with uh, Garoppolo. Yeah, he definitely did, man. Um, how do you think it's going to work out for them in that offense? you think he's going to produce as a wide receiver one, two, three next year? What do you think? I think he's a, a two, solid two. Yeah, I think so too, man. I mean, th- it seems like Kyle Shanahan's finally starting to put his team together here. They're transitioning to more to a more like finesse slash speed type of team. And I'm fine with that. I, I still think they need to add a big body wide receiver. Uh, or maybe uh, George Kittle, maybe that tight end there takes a step up in, in year two. And uh, I believe he will, actually. I think Kittle's going to be a pretty decent tight end in 2018. Let's hit on the tight ends real quick. Jimmy Graham signs with the Packers Ted. despite rumors of the Saints. I, I agree, man. I'm right there with you. I'm giving that one a 10. Oh, man, I'm going to say this real quick. Tight ends go to Green Bay to die, but I do think Jimmy Graham's going to resuscitate the tight end position there for Green Bay. I think he's poised for a huge season, man. I think it's going to be kind of like New Orleans' Jimmy Graham. I think he's going to be around 80 catches, 1,000 yards, 10 TDs, man. That's high expectations, but I'm kind of kind of thinking about it. What you think? I, I can get on boat with that. Yeah. Some other tight end news real quick, man. We hit, we hit on Trey Burton, signed by the Bears. Uh, Daniel Fells, former Lions tight end, signs with Cleveland. What do we think? We can, what do you make of that Daniel Fells one? I don't make nothing of it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not really relevant, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm surprised. They have David and Joku there. And, you know, the Trey Burton one, real quick, I want to mention real quick, too, is Adam Shaheen, the big six foot seven, six foot eight, big mf man that Chicago drafted last year. I, You know, I don't know what the hell they're going to do. I mean, they're not going to run two tight end formations, but um, is Shaheen just a bench piece for them now? Is he just a back? I don't know. No, I think he'll play in, in uh, end zone package. Red zone. Guy. Yeah, yeah, probably right. He's a big target, that's for sure. Fat guys and IDPs. Fat guys and IDPs. Some quick stuff just to hit on real quick. Nate Solder signs a four-year deal with the New York Giants, former left tackle of the Patriots. After this, too, all the Patriots defectors, I guess. Do you think 2018 is the end of Tom Brady? This is his last year? No. No? I think it could be. I think it depends on how the season goes, to be honest, but uh, I would not be surprised if this is it. Dolphins release and Dominican Sue. Touched on that. Yep. Oh, and by the way, newly acquired Rams cornerback Akeem Talib is trying to recruit Mr. Pooh Finger Sue himself to LA. And that would be pretty nasty if they could. Uh, you have him and Donald in the same line. Get out of here. Yeah, that'd be pretty damn nasty, man. DRC, Dominic Rogers Cromarty, to sign with the Redskins. Richard Sherman, which we didn't hit on yet. Released by Seattle and signed a three-year, $39 million contract with the 49ers. And because he was friggin' retarded, he did not hire an agent for this deal. And he has zero guaranteed money. While Kirk Cousins, on the other hand, got a fully guaranteed contract, $63 million. Well, I think million. Sherman was never going to get guaranteed money because he has one bad Achilles and had the other one coming off surgery. So I think I think it was a good contract for him. Yeah, if he can I'm play sure well. I'm sure it's based on a lot of percentage time he plays. So I think he'll be okay. Yeah. He's think, way ahead of schedule. I think you say you're definitely going to have a regression, but I think he'll still be a top 20, top 20 corner in the league somewhere on there. True or false? All right, man. True or false? 10 questions, fantasy and non-fantasy related. Here we go. Number one. True or false? Chuck Norris's real name is Carlos. True. Yes. Number two. Robert Woods is a true number one wide receiver in fantasy. And at worst, a wide receiver two in fantasy. Well, yeah, I say true. I don't say one, but I think he's a two. I'm going to say false just because I don't think his floor is a wide receiver two. I think, man, I'm going to say wide receiver three, four is his floor. I, I don't know. I'm a little worried about Robert Woods. That's look good said, at times. False on one, two, true on two. Gotcha. All right, number three, Brad Pitt. Well, you know the Kevin Spacey stuff that came out, right? Nope. All right, Kevin Spacey, House of Cards. You, you've seen that show, I do believe. We talked about it, right? Nope. Uh, okay, how about American I'm go Beauty? False. Well, hold on. You've seen American Beauty? Nope. All right, so anyway, this dude oh, American Kevin... Beauty is where he's like the girl he's banging the friend's daughter's girl or something like that. Uh, 
kind of banging his daughter's friend, friend or trying yeah. to. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Kevin Spacey, man, who uh, I used to like a lot, man. House of Cards is a great show, but um, he uh, is accused. He's pretty much blackballed now. He's been all these rape claims coming out from every which direction, man. Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, what have you. So Kevin Spacey was a serial rapist from for a long time now. For a long time. He's been raping people. Guys, I should say. I guess you didn't follow this story here, but Brad Pitt was one of Kevin Spacey's rape victims in the 1980s. True or false? False. Yeah, unfortunately, you're right. 2018 will be Tom Brady's final NFL season. You said false, correct? False. Hmm. Yeah, wait and see how the season goes. I don't know. All right. Next. George Washington Bush, the most recent Bush president, was a coke addict. True or false? True. Yep. Number six, Derrick Henry will be a top 12 fantasy running back in 2018. True. Ooh, think so? True. Yeah. All right. I, Tanya, that movie came out recently. Have you seen it? What's that? I, Tanya, the Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan movie. No, but I want to watch it. Okay. Tanya Harding nowadays is currently working in the lesbian porn industry. True or false? False. Damn, you're on a roll today, man. Shit. Can't get you. All right, next one. Saquon Barkley will be the most productive rookie running back in the NFL since Zeke. True. Yeah, I agree. Little Wayne is actually six foot three. False. Damn, you were fucking good. Yes, that's correct, man. He is still small as F, just five foot six. In a 1997 playoff game, Dan Marino actually shit his pants in the third quarter. The way he was getting his ass beat by the Jaguars, probably true. Yes, that is acceptable. Yes, he did against Patriots. 17-3 was the final on that one. Um, ready to get some mailbag? Let's knock it out. <laughs> mailbag. That right there is the mail. Now let's talk about the mail. Can we talk about the mail, please, Mac? I'm dying to talk about the mail with you all day, okay? Oh, shit, buddy. You gotta be kidding me. I got They've been asking for their mail. It's all they're talking about up there. All right, Jeff, number one in the mailbag. Where will Jordy Nelson play in 2018? And is he relevant for fantasy in 2018? What round should he go if he lands somewhere decent? Devin in Vicksburg, Minnesota. uh, Mississippi, sorry. So you say Green Bay. If he lands in Green Bay, he's got... Third round value. Third round. Damn, that's high. I'm going to say he goes in the sixth or seventh. And I'm going to say he ends up in, uh, I'm going to say Oakland. Yep, I think the Raiders. All right, next. Where does Jimmy Garoppolo rank among quarterbacks in 2018? Rank the top 10. Ken in San Francisco, California. Oh, I, I didn't know he was supposed to rank well, the top 10. You, know, the top rank. you just said rank them. I don't know. Uh, rank them. I, I guess rank Jim- the ones ahead of them, I guess. I think or, Jimmy G will be number between 8 through 10. I'm right there, man. I have my number 8. And if I had to rank them, I'd say, well, I won't rank all of them right now off top, but I will say you got Brady, Rodgers, Breeze, uh, Rodgers, Wentz, number one. Wilson. I mean, that's five right there, right? So, um, Oh, Deshaun Watson, possibly. Possibly. Wait and see. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's right there, though. He's definitely QB1. I'll just say that. All right, moving on here. Who will be the best quarterback out of the 2018 NFL draft class? Rick in Pensacola, Florida. Josh Rosen. I'm saying Baker Mayfield. Have you seen Josh Rosen? Yeah, he's all right, though. Looks like an ugly-ass Aaron Rodgers, don't he? Yep. They both went to the same school, by the way. All right, next. Who are your top position players uh, in Dynasty rookie drafts for 2018, Mark in Long Island. So give me one quarterback, one running back, one wide receiver, one tight end. Who's the best each position? I'm going to go Rosen for QB. I think okay. we're together at uh, Barkley for running back, mm-hmm. uh, Ridley for receiver, and tight end Mark Andrews. I'm going to go Baker Mayfield, who I think should be the best quarterback in the draft. And I think he is the best quarterback in the draft, despite his size and despite the police video. Running back, yep, I agree. Saquon Barkley, wide receiver. I'm going Corey Sutton, man. Dude's got talent. Dude's got size. Tight end, I agree. Mark Andrews, Oklahoma. All right, next. With the drafts coming up and just finishing the NFL Combine, I 
I think you guys at FSS need to host your own combine. Let's see the physical grades, boys. Y'all game. Sarah in Arlington, Texas. What do you think about that? Man, I kind of like that when I'm re- reading that. The we should do some like, shit like that. What are we doing? The 40? They were doing the dump, the we're pushing the dummies, catching the ball, routes, all that kind of stuff. That's a lot. It's like a long day. What exactly part does she want to see the combine? Throwing uh, the football? You know, I'm going to email her directly because I actually like this idea a lot. And let's see what she has in mind. I'll try to figure something out. What do you think, though? You think we should throw something together like that? Get Big Worm out there, too? Yeah. I think Big Worm might win the offensive lineman, though. I'll tell you what, man. Big Worm, for being a real big dude, that dude can surprisingly uh, run pretty well for a guy his size, man. I got to say. At least he did uh, when he intercepted my pass that one time. I was surprised. Pick six. I don't yeah, think yeah, you were going to tackle six. him because I was right there for a lead blocker and you weren't coming in. Nope. I was just like, oh, man, F it. Just let him go. <laughs> but, man, he had some wheels, though. I was surprised for a big guy. I mean, not that he's, like, fucking blazing, but, I mean, dude runs pretty well for a big dude. I'll just say that. Yeah. All right, next one here. Favorite movie genre, Dan in Quincy, Massachusetts. You first. I want to say it's a toss-up between horror and comedy for me, man. Although there's been some shit comedies in the last fucking 10 years. Uh, I'll go comedy. All right. All right, next. Will Pat Mahomes be a top 12 fantasy quarterback in 2018? Lewis in Norman, yes. Oklahoma. Yes. I want to say no, but I think it's close. Next one. Which rookie from 2017 takes the biggest leap in 2018? And which 2017 breakout rookie takes a step back? Terrell in Hollywood, Florida. You go first. Uh, takes the biggest leap in 2018. I'm going to go... Well, I'm going to say the, the rookie that takes a step back, I will say Deshaun Watson and Kareem Hunt. I think they're going to... I mean, Deshaun Watson let the damn world on fire, man. 20-something touchdowns. What, eight games, some shit like that? I don't yeah. think he's going to... Be re- repeating. So you're that. picking Watson, or are you picking? Yeah, Kareem Hunt. I think I'm going to go Watson to come back to okay. Earth a little bit. And as far as I'm taking Alvin Kamara as a step back. Oh, that's a good one too. Oh yeah, for sure. And as far as a guy that's going to take a big leap in 2018, I think I'm going to go D.D. Westbrook. I think he's going to be. I'm going to go with Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. Yeah, he's he's good. I like Dalvin Cook too. Yep. Big leap compared last year. Oh, well, shit. Then I could go Pat Mahomes if you're doing it like that. Because obviously, <laughs> dude didn't take a single snap. All right, anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you see this on um, Stephen Colbert, Tom Brady, and their beer chugging? Yeah, I did. That was pretty legit. All right, yeah, yeah. Beer chugging. Tom Brady proved he can chug beer with the best of them. Can either one of you compete with that time? And which one of you is better at it? Carl and A. Hometown right here, man. Vero Beach, Florida. Vero Beach swag. I'm going to go, uh, yeah. I can compete, and I think Chris would admit that I'm probably the, the best chugger he knows of beer. Uh, oh, I definitely can compete. And as a matter of fact, remember TK101? These, uh, no, that's Pensacola. Remember um, uh, 103.1, The Buzz, that rock station back here down 10 years ago? Yeah. Anyway, I um, went to an event at this place called Sofa Kings. They were open for like a short, short time, and they had a beer chugging uh, contest, right? The winner got like uh, concert tickets to the Buzz Bake Sale. They got like CDs and all kinds of crap. This is back in like 06. And, uh, yeah, your boy over here won their beer chugging thing, uh, the sports bar. And, uh, yeah, so I definitely could compete. May have to do a physical challenge on that one. I'd be down. All right. We know I went shotgun in a beer. We've already proved that. Yeah. Well, I couldn't drink beer. That'd be the thing. I had to do with way to chug water or some shit, I guess. <laughs> That's kind of gay, but, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So I guess I won. Yeah, I guess. Unless we want to chug something else. Like, uh. It rhymes with semen. Yeah, you could you could chug a soda, a twenty three ounce <laughs> soda. I'll ch- I'll ch- oh yeah, beer. after that, man. No, that's got too much carbon dioxide. Anyway, <laughs> all right, next one, man. Is Ryan Tannehill a sneaky good quarterback play in twenty eighteen, or quarterback to play in twenty eighteen? I'm saying no. Yeah, nope. All right, next thoughts on Sammy Watkins going to KC, Aaron in Gainesville, Florida. I like it. I think it's going to be good for Mahomes. Like I said, he's a great route runner. so, And I think it's going to actually give Tyreek Hill a little bit more freedom. Yeah. It's weird, but I, I like it. It just feels weird, but I, I, yeah. I do think it's a good move. All right, next. Will Jarek McKinnon be a top 15 running back in PPR in 2018? Miranda in Akron, Ohio. He's going to bust close to top 10. If he's the featured back there in San Fran, he'll be close to top 10 because we saw what Hyde was doing at the last couple games with Garoppolo, catching yeah. that ball eight passes a game. Yeah, I do worry about his durability if he gets a, a big workload like that. But I will say, 
I will say be a top fifteen. If, if McKinnon can stay healthy yet. and he's he's one of the he's like plays seventy five to eighty percent of the snaps there, he could break in the top eight. He could. He's got the potential to do so in that offense. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to say top fifteen safe, but not ready to go top ten yet though. Not not ready to go there yet. Next one is David Johnson, a one-year wonder, or do you think he comes back at full strength? Matt in Tempe, Arizona. I do not think he's a one-year wonder. I think he will be back. Absolutely, I agree. And as a matter of fact, man, he's still, I'd say he's a toss-up for me between Gurley, David Johnson, and Zeke as my number one running back to take in 2018. PPR, I'm going to have to go Bell. Oh, PPR, Bell's going to be in the mix too. Yeah, I think David Johnson's still right there though, man. Still right there. Next one. As of now, where do you think Josh Gordon will get drafted in 2018? Pete in Staten Island, New York. Third round, I'm thinking. Yeah, third round, same here. Yeah. I think people are going to overvalue and pick him up. Every year. Every year. <laughs> will Trey Burton be a top 10 top ten tight end? Dane in Aurora, Illinois. As Trubisky coming back? Well, oh, not coming back. Obviously, he's a starter, but he loves... Rookies, second-year guys now love tight ends. I think Trey Burton will. He could be right there on the borderline 10. 9 through 12, I'm five, bet he f- ends up because the tight ends, aren't they suck. I think it'll be a top 12. I think it'll be right there around 12. You could see him between 9 and 12, feed. though. A lot of mouths to feed. Oh, yeah, definitely. I definitely could see that. Absolutely. Just so many mouths. And Adam Shaheen, too. I want to see what the hell they're going to do with him because he was fairly high draft pick. Trey Burton, Trey Burton killed it when Ertz was out for that game or two. Oh, he definitely did. With Nick Foles playing quarterback, no less. Yeah. You think Nick Foles is going to stay in Philly this year? They they valued a high ass tag if they trade him, so I think he is. Yeah. All right, so man, just recap some of the combine as well that happened a uh, week and a half ago. Now, did you watch any of the combine? We're talking about a guy from UCF with the one hand guy. Oh yeah, four three eight. Are you kidding me, Griffin? Yeah, the linebacker. The linebacker. Griffin, he was catching the balls and everything with the one hand. He, yeah, it's your queen, Griffin, man, just crazy. Uh, the bench press too. Hey, uh, I'm pulling for the guy, man. I think he's gonna be a pretty damn good player. Yeah, what would he finish on his bench press? Uh, twenty reps of two twenty five, I believe, with one hand. So that's like he's like bracing, just bracing it, and that could fall back on his throat. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, scary, man. Yeah, that guy's a stud. He's stocky too. If well, you, know you watch, I have a regular comes to the bar. This guy, um, he's a UCF guy, and mm-hmm. he's big on uh, UCF. And he goes, every game he watched, that guy was in almost every single play. He has the closing speed, the burst, and everything. But you know what's most impressive to me was if you see, I don't know if you saw this guy's like uh, background. They did a little, had a little online documentary thing about him. This dude is freaking motivated like anyone I've ever seen. I and mean, this dude spins night and day working on his game. We have a twin better. that plays in the NFL. Shaquille Griffin for Seattle. Yeah, as a DB. But um, I like this guy a lot. I don't think he's going to get drafted until round six or seven. Oh, no way. He goes in the, he goes in the third. The latest, the, the fourth. Probably early second if some things happen. Or I mean late second. Yeah? You think so? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to get... Do you think if he had two hands, he'd go in the top first round? Uh Oh, yes. I think so. I think so. He's got that little nub, man. He come in and stick there like a punch. Bam! Nothing can stop it. Hit the ball out. If you think about it, it's less less angle. I'm a big fan of the guy. I am too. I am too. I don't care where he goes. I'm going to root for him. I am too, but I will say this. Dedication. Bitch 225. Challenge. You want a challenge that uh, I bet he goes round six or later. All right. And I have five or earlier. I'll take yep. that. Challenge accepted. All right. Cool. First challenge of the season. Yeah, first one. The league year started the other day, so uh, yeah, let's start start keep it track. Yep. Saquon Barkley killed it. Did you see that you saw the bench press of Luke Keekley, the 40 of better than Zeke, and then what was the other one? The high jump of Odell, better than him? Oh, yeah. Oh, it, dude's a stud, man. I think he's going to be a stud. I just don't want... Well, I didn't want him to go to Cleveland before because of that. So, no. if he, uh, we'll see where he goes. He's not going to Cleveland now. I think Cleveland's taking Sam Darnold now, number one. Uh, do you think they take Darnold number one? You think I think they move back, maybe. Yeah, I think I think it's I think those are only two options. I think they're taking Fitzpatrick at four, no matter back. what. They're taking that DB Fitzpatrick at four. Possibly. I think with Tyrod Taylor, Tyrod Taylor is still pretty young. Um, get that old lineman. Take the old lineman and the D back, and you're game. good to go. Yeah, they could, but we got to get a mock draft together for next show. Yeah. Anybody else want to run through before I run through my list? And I'll I'll do my list. Um, no, those two guys were the studs for me. I want to see Sam Darnold. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you a quick recap here, and I'll release 
more in depth on the con, the combine recap that we're going to do as a bonus episode release I recorded the other day. To me, like I said, Baker Mayfield's the best quarterback in the draft class. He looked on point, everything. Lamar Jackson struggled, didn't look so well, threw some ducks like I did out there uh, when we did the whole uh, 60 yard thing. Uh, Josh Rosen, I don't know, man. I don't think he's going to pan out, to be honest. I think his quarterback draft class is way overrated. Josh Allen doesn't have a pinpoint thing. I'll, you know, I'll get to him. I'll get to him when we, on the bonus show release. But anyway, quarterbacks, though, are my big takeaways from the combine. Yeah, which I'll get to later. Anyways, man, anything else you want to throw in there before we got here? Nah, man. Uh, good luck on your March Madness brackets. Yes. Who's the biggest team you think is going to win it? The lowest seed that you have winning. I say Kentucky at five is the lowest seed that could win it. Oh, man, you know, maybe Gonzaga. Gonzaga's a four. Yeah, that's why the lowest seed. So I have, you're so well, Arizona, too, because I have Arizona. Arizona, four. So you, have, you like both Gonzagas. Yeah, I have. Yeah, who do you have the most overwhelming, overwhelming favorite to win it? I would not be surprised if Virginia, despite the injury, still makes it. But I, I to me, I'll tell you who I got my championship. You tell me who got your championship. I got Duke over Arizona. I got, I did five brackets. The biggest, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the biggest one, I think, is North Carolina. I have North Carolina winning it over, I think, uh, Villanova or Kansas, one of those two. Nice. Maybe even Michigan State. If you had Carolina, to pick one team to roll with, who would you roll with? I'd bet the money on it. Yep. North Carolina. If I had to bet money They're on it, they're healthy. They've been scoring 80, 70, 80, some, 80 points a game the past month, 80 something points a game. Defense is playing great. No injuries, nothing. Got Roy Williams, been there the past two years, championship. Got to go with them, right? Yeah, true. I just think Duke they have and the Arizona easiest be bracket, epic. too. They have the easiest bracket. I, I do think Duke and Arizona would be epic, though. That'd be a hell of a game to see. You got Bagley and Aiton, the, potentially the top two picks in the draft. Going head to head, man. I'd love to see that. Duke's got all five of their guys going to be first round picks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If Grayson Allen knocks mm-hmm. on his shots, Duke ain't going to lose. As long as he don't yeah. act stupid. Yeah, if he doesn't act like a dick, then uh, which is kind of hard for him. Yeah, he'll be all right. I'm kind of banking on him being okay and kind of being a leader. He's the senior on the team, but uh, we'll the see. baller. Yep. Uh, anything else you want to throw in there before we get out? Nah, man. All right, so next week, man, we get the uh, we'll have our mock drafts. We'll do a compare on the show and all that, getting ready for the NFL draft. Keep sending those emails, man. Keep sending the mailbag questions to the flex at fantasysportstudios.com. We'll talk to you guys next week, man. See ya. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Flex. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. Visit FantasySportsStudios.com to get your fantasy sports fix and interact with the show. Email the show at TheFlex at FantasySportsStudios.com.